What's behind the science and inventions that impact our daily lives? Pacific Northwest National Laboratories, pods of science, are the stories of what happens before the breakthrough, before a technology becomes a household name, before the life-saving drug hits pharmacy shelves, before the paper's published. See what happens when great minds meet great challenges. Welcome, I'm your host, Jess Weesey. On today's episode, we'll be talking about a new research center created by the U.S. Department of Energy. Stay tuned to learn more. Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, Sandia National Laboratories, Georgia Institute of Technology. What do these have in common? Well, they're all three powerhouses in the realm of artificial intelligence, and now they're working together. Want to know the man who's at the helm of this new collaboration? Meet Roberto. My name is Roberto Gioiosa. I'm a senior computer scientist at PNNL in the High Performance Computing Group. My background is in hardware and software co-design and mostly focus on the design of operating systems, runtimes, and programming model. Um, in particular, looking at emerging a future architecture, both for processing, memory, and networking. I came to PNL in 2012 after years of other experiences in both academia and industry. And ever since I joined PNL, I've been trying to lead efforts on um, software and novel hardware for computational scientists to speed up their, um, the solution to their problem and therefore solve scientific challenges. Artificial intelligence and machine learning seem to be cropping up everywhere these days. From self-driving cars to your new smartphone, it's everywhere. Even Alexa, Amazon's voice assistant, is getting smarter with each passing day. Soon, she'll be able to guess what you might be thinking with a new feature called Alexa Hunches. Originally called thinking machines in the 1950s, artificial intelligence is a subfield of computer science, where machines develop the ability to think and learn on their own. Artificial intelligence, also known as AI, allows computers to perform tasks that historically could only be done by humans. Think of things like visual perception, speech recognition, language translation, and that's just the beginning. Artificial intelligence and machine learning is something that is helping us revolutionize the way we do research. Rather than starting from the top and you know, using first principle to solve a problem, we are trying to see what the data tell us about the problem. And this is something that you see every day, right? So you look at nature, you look at phenomenon, and, and you're trying to find a correlation between what you observe and what are the reasons for that, the causal relationship that are, that are in there. And it's some case, you know, this uh, nature is complicated. And so it's not easy to go and have a complete understanding of what is happening without knowing anything about the entire process. So what, what AI is doing for us is somehow helping us do reverse engineering of natural phenomena. You've probably seen tons of movies about AI and you know how that can help, but the fundamental thing is we are looking at the data and we are trying to infer the structure of the phenomenon from the data. Roberto is the director of a new co-design center 
known as the Center for Artificial Intelligence Focused Architectures and Algorithms, or ARIA. ARIA is taking AI and machine learning to the next level. So ARIA is essentially a, a tool, a means through which we are trying to understand what are the requirements from our application domains, which in our case are power grid, cybersecurity, graph analytics, and chemistry, and how artificial intelligence and machine learning can support uh, these domains to allow novel, novel discoveries. ARIA will explore how AI and machine learning can support four areas that touch virtually every American's life. Whether we're aware of it or not, we encounter the power grid, cybersecurity, graph analytics, and computational chemistry almost every day. These are the disciplines where new medicines are created, where the fate of our online identity lies. It's how masses of information are analyzed and where our lights just magically turn on with the flip of a switch. AI is revolutionizing our world. You know, you see that from your mobile phone to like self-driving cars and all of this, right? And under the umbrella of AI, there is a there is a lot, a lot of activities, a lot of different kinds of AIs. I think the the U.S. government recognized the importance of a coordinated strategy to solve these problems. Earlier this year, the Department of Energy made a commitment to accelerate AI. Programs like ARIA are in line with President Trump's call for a national strategy to assure AI technologies are developed to positively impact the lives of the American public. Artificial intelligence is also revolutionizing the way we do science and the way we tackle important problems, being at a national security, chemistry level, new materials, and all of that. And so DOE and Secretary Perry in particular have recognized these imp the importance of this moment and they, have, they are putting together a strategy. The, the DOE Artificial Intelligence and Technology Office is the first step, but there are also other activities, including ARIA, that will support DOE strategies. Um, we are really looking into what would science look like in, in the future, where we have infrastructure and um, tools that can use AI to help us get into where we couldn't get so far. ARIA is centered around a concept known as co-design. This concept of co-design takes into account both the capabilities of computing hardware and software. Roberto and his team must determine what types of applications will run best on a given hardware setup, while also considering the type of hardware that will be needed when new software is created. It's a balancing act that is never resolved and requires Roberto to constantly imagine the future of computing. If you go from the bottom up, um, the hardware level we are looking to understand what kind of hardware accelerator will be necessary in the future to support um, AI workloads, but also scientific workloads that leverage AI. Um, at, the hard, at the software layer, we are trying to understand what are the abstractions that needs to be put in place so that the main scientists can use our software and hardware without having to be hardware expert like most often happens. And then at the uh, application level, we are trying to identify the opportunities for using AI uh, AI models to either replace first principle computation or to support uh, other computation that we have in place. Like, um, you know, you can make a simulation producing some data and an AI um, 
framework next to it to try to understand what's happening and then having a closed loop where you can actually modify the next random simulation. Um, the cross-cut uh, research here is how to put all of this together so that we can make sure that the hardware we're building, the software structure we are building, and uh, the application algorithms that we are uh, developing, they all make sense and they actually are impactful on view emission, PNL emission, and the society at large. Not only do all of these components have to work seamlessly together, they also have to be portable so that anyone in the world can use the design. And so what this will allow us is to solve current project problems in a much faster way. But especially, we will allow us to tackle problems that today cannot be solved because they are too complex. Now, to do that is not just one part of the hardware software stack that you need to address, right? You need to go from the top down. And so what ARIA will look at is identify these places in the, our application domains that may uh, require AI machine learning support and develop the proper hardware that needs to be put in place so that this model can be accelerated and speed up. And we would do that in a, you know, in a way that can be portable. And of course, we plan to release our products, both software, hardware design, and application algorithm as open source to the community. So there will be an interface to the public where any other person in the world can go and download our models, our software stack, or our architecture designs. How is Roberto going to pull off such a huge task? Well, he's not going to do it alone. He's confident in his team. Uh, I think one of, really one of the strengths of this project is the, mm -hmm. the people, the team we have together. Our partners in ARIA are Sandia National Laboratories and, and Georgia Tech. And I firmly believe that one of the strengths of this project and one of the reasons why it was selected is because of the team we have together. And it's not just the fact that Roberto has some of the brightest minds in computing working at ARIA, he credits his ability to do this to those who came before him. This is a very large problem that we're trying to solve. And it wouldn't be possible if we didn't have the experience in doing similar form of activities and in artificial intelligence in particular. So a lot of the credit for having this project started goes to the fact that PNL and Sandia and Georgia Tech have invested in the past on developing infrastructures and people and knowledge. Thanks to Roberto's tireless efforts and the newly developed ARIA, scientists across disciplines will have the ability to carry out their research even faster. Roberto likes to call it the science of the future. Thanks for listening to Pods of Science. Want to learn more? Follow us on social media at PNNLAB. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can also visit our website at pnnl.gov. Thanks for listening.